What's up, everybody? It's Dorian. And Morgan. And this is The, the Rooted, Rooted Life. We are back at it again. Yeah. Episode three. Mm-hmm. Coming at y'all real hard. <laughs> so I realized last time that I did not even give a little bit of context that what we do in the beginning, the glows and the grows, uh-huh. it's really just us sharing like what's going really great in our life, what we're excited about, and then some of the things that we need to work on. So with that being said, Morgan, let us know what kind of glows and grows you got going on this week. Okay, so my glow is that I'm really settling into the season that I'm in, mm. becoming less resistant and more uh, submission and trust with God. Uh, and this is leading me to better understand who he is as a father and really what he um, wants for me in this season of my life. So that's yeah. definitely a glow. That's awesome. The grow child is we still <laughs> over here working on humility. This mm. is a, this feels like a six month, year long lesson. I've been reading <laughs> Jeremiah about obedience for what seems like years. Uh, so he's really expanding my understanding of what humility really looks like. Yeah. And funny enough, a lot of the preachers, Ferdig and Mike Todd, have been teaching about submission and mm-hmm. humility. And Pastor Mike Todd says, we honor up, we, we honor, honor down, down we, we honor, honor all, all the way around. around. So I have been given many opportunities to honor people. I have mm. missed many this week. <laughs> so we're going to try this upcoming week and yeah. really lean on the Holy Spirit to help me really honor people. We'll just start all over. It's fine. <laughs> what about you? Um, I would say my glow this past week... Um, I have just recognized, like, you know how old folks in the church used to say, like, the blood still works. (laughs) And so I laughed at myself when I thought about that this week. But I was like, wow, fasting and praying, like, they still work. They're they're age-old tools that we can still use. And they seem like these old things Mm. that it's like, why would I do that? But they're so simple. And taking the time, I did, like, a three-day fast. And it just really gave me a lot of... Um, understanding of how those things truly help you get closer to God. So that was really dope. Um, And my grow is just like working on taking everything back to God. Hmm. It's so tough, you know, when we get in those moments where people get on our nerves or things are not going our way and I want to fuss with you and get on the phone and be like, girl, let me tell you about, (laughs) or just literally be mumbling to myself, walking around and having a bad attitude. And so I've just realized that I read a book called uh, Crucial Conversations, and it talked about when you have a conflict with something, you need to go back to the source that can actually fix that conflict. And I realized that God is my source. And so if I have a problem with something, I need to go to the source and not everybody else. So we still working on it, but uh, we trying. That's good. So what are we getting into today? Um, So today, you know, have you heard of the movie Focus? Uh, Will Smith and uh, Margot something. Yeah, Margot Robbie. Okay, yeah. Margot so, Robbie. <laughs> um, so basically, it's a movie about these two people running scams, and they run these scams by kind of like taking people's attention away from whatever it was they were paying attention to. Okay. And in that moment, they're able to rob them of something, take off their watch, steal their wallet, something crazy. Mm-hmm. And so, in the movie, I was watching it, and I realized like when you take your focus off the things that you're supposed to be paying attention to, that leaves you open to so many other things. It leaves you open to getting robbed and so I thought about that and I said hmm you know wherever our focus goes our attention goes and when things have our attention they eventually have our hearts and so I was like in life it feels like we are always just fighting to stay focused so many things are fighting (laughs) for our attention and so I thought today maybe we could kind of explore the idea of focus and 
why it's relevant in our lives and what that looks like when it means uh, being focused on God. Wow. I love that. Yeah. I think being focused really helps us uh, stay aligned to what God has for us. It mm-hmm. helps keep us from missing what God has for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a scripture in Proverbs, Proverbs 29, 18 really talks about when people don't see what God is doing, they just stumble all over themselves. Stumble. And just the visual of us all just like <laughs> falling over each other yes. and over ourselves is so hilarious. Um, but the scripture continues to say, but when they attend to what he reveals, they are most blessed. Mm, I love that. That's nice. I love that. Um, I think, too, the, the other thing about being focused is like it allows every moment in our lives to become intentional. Right. When we spend our time focused on him, then he is able to lead us on the path to get where we want to actually go. And I think about like the first time I did Whole30, which <laughs> I drug Morgan into it, y'all. But the very first time I did it was like two years ago now. And Whole30 is basically this diet for 30 days where you cut out everything bad for you. Everything sugar, delicious. <laughs> everything delicious. Sugar, alcohol, processed foods. You cut out beans. You cut out grains so the only things you can eat are meats fruits vegetables and nuts mm. a really fun diet mm. and so I was working so hard to stay committed to this thing and my only goal was like Dorian you want to make it to the 30th day mm-hmm. you want to complete this thing and you want to do it the right way and so every time I would go to the grocery store or if I people were inviting me out on the weekends all of my thoughts and my my intentions were focused on that goal wow. and so it would prevent me from wavering in those moments because I would think back to like now what's your goal you don't want to miss out on the thing that you said you wanted to do and so I think about like with God it's the same whenever we're keeping our eyes on him he allows every little decision we make to be intentional um, and to lead us on that path that is back towards him Wow. And focus is so crucial to our lives. And yes. the two things that can help us stay focused are community and consistency. Mm. And I say that community has been such a game changer for me in my walk with him. They hold me accountable. Yeah. They keep me encouraged. <laughs> and I've tried to do this walk on my own, like I said. And I was a hot mess express girl. Yeah. It just was so, so difficult. But what I learned is God didn't want me to do this walk alone. Like, it was yeah. difficult because that was not his will for my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love that... I, that I have friends now and they will do devotions with me. They will pray with yeah. me, pray for me. We'll be at church worshiping God together. Mm-hmm. Um, and they really hold me accountable. And there's a scripture that I think really encompasses that so well. Mm-hmm. And that's Proverbs 27, 17. As iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. And I think mm-hmm. that's so valuable because you can have any kind of community around you. Yeah. But you want people who are helping you grow and yes. move towards the will of God in your life. And if they're not helping you sharpen you in the ways uh, of God and his word and his truths, then they're really not doing their job. Yeah, that reminds me too of you want the type of people around you that respond to things the same way you do. Mm. So I think my dad, we've talked about this before, that it's like whenever you are experiencing frustration or challenges in life, if the people around you, their vices are alcohol or Mm. go to the club to get that out of your system or whatever that thing might be, Mm. if people are directing you like, oh, you'll feel better if you do these things, Mm -hmm. then that's what you're going to lean on. But if your community is saying like, dang, you had a tough day, like, have you prayed about it? You want the type of people that are going to redirect you even to like hmm, maybe you need to take some time for yourself and like separate from people mm-hmm. for a little bit but you just want folks around you that are going to push you in a direction that actually helps to heal and uh, work on the things that you're struggling with wow I love that I was talking to a friend yesterday who's a little bit younger than me we were talking about friendships and I was just 
sharing that uh, your friends shape your identity. Mm. The people in your community shape who you are becoming, yes. especially when you're young and you're still trying to figure life out. Like your community is helping define who you are and who you will be. Yes. So you want the right kind of community yeah. because you're going to become like them yeah. inevitably. And they talk about like, if you look at the closest five people in your life, mm -hmm. then they embody like the five characteristics in you that like you actually Whoa. care about. And so if you think <laughs> about like the closest five people to you, the characteristics that they have, if those aren't some great things then like mm, think about what you're attracting and what you're keeping around your circle so that's a great one I do love that and then going into your second point about consistency the saying consistency is key that's mm -hmm. so true it is. and I think about there's this podcast um, how I built this where different business owners come on and they talk about how they thought of an incredible business idea wow. and um, how they kind of like built this beautiful thing and a lot of them talk about pursuing their dream but they talk about the process of just like I just kept trying yeah. like I messed up but then I was like okay this is a terrible idea but then I tried again and then Uber was built you know or whatever oh, wow. the actual business is and I thought about I admired these people but then I'm looking at their work ethic and I'm like is that mirroring my same work ethic when I'm chasing after God? Ooh. If I'm just checking in with him every now and again with a prayer or I'm opening my Bible once every few <laughs> weeks, you know, am I saying, am I showing that same level of commitment to the thing that I say I care about? Wow. And so I thought about how consistency, you know, it's not perfection and it's mm -hmm. not mindless repetition, but what it is, is the intentional choice. It is saying, God, I'm choosing to dedicate my time, my resources, and my my energy back to you. Wow. I read in an article that said um, consistency maintains our message. Mm -hmm. So if my message is that God, I trust you, God, I love you, God, I want to walk with you, then my actions need to be consistent and line up with that message. Wow. And even even with consistency and community, it's still a fight to mm. stay focused. Yeah. In fact, I say there are three things that actually keep us from staying focused. Yeah. And I think the first one is just distractions. <laughs> I, just, I just finished a devotion by this guy named Chris Estada, and mm -hmm. he started the devotion off by saying, distractions suffocate promises. Mm. I literally closed my Bible app and said, I'll, I'll return <laughs> to this later, that. God. This is way too heavy. Like, that was a devotion for mm. me. Just that suffocate. quote. It suffocates. And I just think the about visual. squeezing out mm -hmm, the, the promises there. the goodness the faithfulness the mercy the grace wow because we are distracted um and he talked about how distractions really cause us to live a lifestyle that's directionless just wandering about mm. and they really shift our focus um my sister and mom came up here last Thanksgiving and we had a wonderful trip for mm -hmm. five days. Everything just, you know, you have those trips and literally everything is perfect. Like yeah. You have the perfect parking spot. Mm -hmm. You don't have to wait to mm -hmm. be seated. The customer service is great. Everyone yeah. loves the food. You, you know, we all just had such a great time. Yeah. And the very last hour, literally the last hour of our trip, I wanted us to do something that they were like, no, we'll just go to the airport. And I got an attitude. Ooh. And I shifted my focus from the beautiful time that God had allowed us to have together, the fact that I get to fellow with my mom and sister and show mm -hmm. them around my city and I was distracted by one moment of me not getting my way and I almost had the audacity to think that it wasn't a good trip yeah. just because one hour I had the yeah, wrong focus and I really wanted. had to check myself and God was like but I was good five days mm. all these hours I've been good and you're now distracted by one little thing and now your focus has shifted from my goodness to yeah. one thing that didn't go your way that's exactly how I feel when I get on social media sometimes. Like mm. that's that can be one of my biggest distractions yeah. because again, 
I feel like what you were getting at is that your perception was twisted. Yeah. Because you, instead of focusing on the five good days, you focused on the little small hour where you didn't get what you wanted. And yep. I get on social media and I see somebody done got a new Mercedes and this girl got engaged and somebody land on the beach in Croatia. <laughs> and I'm sitting here with no eyebrows on looking at the office for the fifth time. Wow. And I'm like, well, what's going on in my life? Like, where's my good mm. stuff? And so, again, even though instead of being able to sit here in this lovely apartment in a city that I love with yeah. a job that I'm grateful for wow. and appreciate those things, I lose that moment of gratitude because I am focusing on the wrong thing. That yeah. is so good. I think, like I said, for me, I get distracted when one little thing doesn't go my way. Mm -hmm. And then I just like hyper focus on that yeah. one little piece and that's all I see and it's all I um, even think about mm -hmm. and I think for me I was this reminded me of when I learned to drive so I learned to yeah. drive when I was 15 and my mom was like really great about letting me just like drive to Walmart yeah. drive to Kroger and one thing she had to keep telling me was like Morgan look at the road like <laughs> if you know me I kind of wander it is actually <laughs> very dangerous you. hey you should look at the road while you just drive <laughs> because I was so used to being a passenger I was yeah. just used to like looking at the house looking at the flowers and if mm -hmm. you know me we talked about oh, me God. loving outside you'll be like oh my God look at, that look at how the sun is setting. I'm like, girl, I'm trying to get inside. It's hot out here. <laughs> These are facts. Uh, but one thing she had to tell me was, you need to focus on the road. Yeah. And I think, and I think about when you're driving, when you look even for a moment, your car begins to veer in the direction that you're looking at. Mm. And that's really how our lives with Christ Ooh, goes. As soon as I look away for a moment, my life starts to veer in a different direction. Mm. And it happens so slightly. Ooh, going back drift. to the drift pivot. <laughs> that drift, y'all. Listen to episode so, two. Y'all. <laughs> <laughs> that pivot. Mm. I listened to it and got convicted three times. <laughs> to your own, Every time I was your like, own podcast. God's Whoa, like, God. uh, yeah, that's you. Yeah. <laughs> I actually had you do that podcast so you can get your life together. To get you together. <laughs> yeah. Point taken, God. We uh, surrendered. We hear you. We yeah. hear you. We got you. But I just thought about how it's so slight and little. I would yeah. look over just for, it felt like a moment, mm -hmm. but it really was a distraction. I think that's a great example of how community can help us veer back. She was yes. like, oh, no, 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 no. Yes. Look back at the goal. Mm -hmm. Focus on the goal at hand, which is to do his will and fulfill the promises and fulfill um the purpose for your life so i'm just i'm so grateful that i have community that'll be like no look at mm -hmm. look at your attention you know refocus your mind refocus your time refocus um what you're uh, pouring your heart into yeah to make sure that you are aligning everything to the will of god for your life yeah i love that I think another thing, in addition to distractions that keep us from being focused, is deceit. Um, so I looked up deceit, and it means misrepresented or concealed truth. Whoa. Right. And so the scripture that I wanted to share um, is Romans 16, 20. And it says, I also want you to be smart, making mm. sure every good thing is the real thing. Wow. Don't be gullible in regard to smooth talking evil. And I thought that was so strong because it's like, how many things are good things, but they're not the real thing. Yeah. They're not the God thing. It could be right. a good thing, but not the God thing. And I think about a lot of times the reason that we fall for things that are good things, but not God things is because of how they're disguised in our lives. Yep, that's and it. it's really just like, if that thing had the true price of what it would be, the cost of your peace, the cost of your joy, the cost mm. of what we're talking about today, our focus, we would never make those purchases. Never. We would have been wise enough to be able to say like, mm, that's actually not worth what, what it's going to cost me. And I think about, you know, this is how kind of consistency comes back into play. Mm -hmm. And going back to the whole 30, like there were moments where I would be like, man, if I have a cracker real quick, like it's not a big deal. <laughs> 
And then I would think, I would literally almost talk myself into cheating on what I said I was going to do, Mm -hmm. thinking that this one small slip is not that big of a deal, but that thing would be the one thing that would prevent me from getting to the goal that I set, which was to get to the 30th day. And I think it's the same thing with sin. Like we become deceived into thinking that like one little slip up is harmless, but it's like, there is no small sin. Mm -mm. Like all sin leads to the path of destruction. And when we aren't focused, it's so much easier to get deceived. So I think consistency is so strong in fighting against deceit because that focus allows us to get back to the truth. Mm. And the only way that we really know the truth is when we continuously get in front of God to see who he is and what his word says. Ooh, I'm feeling very convicted right now. That consistency, man. And it's tough, too. (laughs) It's It's so so hard. hard. And the crazy part is that those two points, destruction and deception, actually lead us to our third point, which is disobedience. And all of that robs us from our focus. And I think there is a man of God who is so honored in the Bible, and that's David. Mm. And he had this moment in 2 Samuel where he uh, was supposed to be out fighting. And instead, he was hanging out at home, looked out the window, (laughs) saw Bathsheba out there bathing, and was like, oh, who was that? Basically laid up with her, had her husband be on the front line of war, got him killed, knowingly, like on purpose, so he could be with this man's wife. Uh, And all of that really led to disobedience. So he deceived himself into thinking that what he was doing was okay. Mm -hmm. And that led to disobedience. And Mm -hmm. then it's just this endless cycle. That's crazy. It's so hard to get out of. Yeah, that cycle is crazy because to think that... You can get distracted and then you deceive yourself and then you disobey. And then like after you disobey, you get distracted again because <laughs> then you're feeling shameful yeah. about the thing that mm. you did. So then it's just like, that's why, you know, going back to that pivot, it's like you have to think about every little moment and say, yep. mm, do I want to go closer or further away right now? Every time. Every single time. Like for me, disobedience is like any moment where I'm choosing to actively do what I want to do versus what God has asked of me, wow. I'm being disobedient. Yep. And one of the best ways to see it for me is because like usually what God wants me to do is the thing that's way harder every time require way more discipline and it's going to challenge the person that I am Mm -hmm. and I end up like David I look up and I'm somewhere that I was never supposed to be and I'm feeling bad in the aftermath right and then I've lost my focus because I'm spending this time sulking being upset at myself for the thing that I said I wasn't going to do versus sowing seeds like I could have been doing that but because of my disobedience Here I am, somewhere I was never supposed to be. Wow. And what I love about God is in his grace, he gives us consistency. And in this case, community. Mm -hmm. So back to the story with David, God actually sent Nathan to David. Mm. And it was so funny how he had him do it. And he was like, here's a story for you, David. David was all fired up, like, kill that man. Nathan was like, bro, that's you. You're the guy in the story. You're the guy. And what I love about that is that Nathan spoke truth to David in love. Mm, And as a response, David confessed to to Nathan and was Mm -hmm. able to admit his sin and repent before God. But that community helped him get out of that endless cycle of, deception Mm. and disobedience and all those things so i love that nathan was able to help pull david out of that rut so that he could be realigned and like my mom did refocus his attention to Mm -hmm. the will of god for his life i think that's why it is so important to have the right people around you again you know and not just anybody Mm -hmm. but the people that will do that we talk about this all the time in our friendship like we hold the mirror up to each other Mm -hmm. because and it's not we don't do it in a way that says like you sucked in that moment (laughs) we just simply like quietly open the mirror so that then you know we'd be going on a tangent and then you happen to look up and it's like oh look at me right here looking a hot mess not doing what I'm supposed to be doing and it's so it's so 
nice to have someone in your corner that you know is only doing this because they want to see you win. Yeah. I know that when you come to me and say, Doe, I thought you said that you weren't having no more cookies this week. <laughs> and then I'm like, dang, man, she right. I did say that. And then I throw the whole pack away. I'm like, okay, Morgan. <laughs> and I'm like annoyed, but not really. I'm actually like, man, right. she, she cares about my progress and my, she cares about my life really enough to say like, Hey man, we said we weren't gonna do that, and I want to make sure you're good. So wow. that's that's a real friend right there, and you want those types of people around you. You really, really do, and it's really <laughs> I love that the Holy Spirit equips us with the ability to yeah. be consistent, mm -hmm. and He gives us the community to remain focused because there's so many things that are fighting for our attention between Girl. the distractions and the deceit and disobedience. Mm -hmm. There is no way that we can do this all on our own. Period. And I think the thing that you touched on the most there is like the Holy Spirit equips us, yeah. so we have to remember that the key thing is God's role in both consistency and community. That's it. Like when we're struggling with getting up to do our devotion in the morning Struggle. or just trying to read one scripture a day. Struggle. There's so much Bible. <laughs> and I'm like, oh God, I just want to read one scripture. If I could just get one in today. <laughs> and then I think when we're trying to, to do these things, the things that God has asked of us, we have to lean into him and simply ask him for help. Right. Like you said, there's no way to do it on our own. And the great part about it is God is not going to ask anything of you that he is not willing to provide Ooh, for. Say that again. God Let's is not it. going to ask anything of you that he is not willing to provide for. Wow. If he's going to ask you for it, that's because he's already got the provision set up ready yep, for you. Ready. He's just waiting on you to ask. And so I love that if he's asking for your time, he can help you feel energized by Every waking time. you up 30 minutes early. But we have to open our mouths and ask for the help that we need. Wow. I love that. And it really, you reminded me that back in spring of mm -hmm. 2018, I was praying for, I'd actually forgot that I prayed for a community. Like wow. I was actively praying for a community because I was trying to get my life back on mm -hmm. track. And I was like, I don't know how to do it. And I prayed for that. And he brought an entire church to D.C. An entire. I used to tell people that. I'm like, you know, passion's here because I prayed for a That's church. That's it. Right. Literally, I prayed for a church. He brought me a church. Mm -hmm. He brought me Grace Group, our Bible study that yes. we do with our friends. And he brought me so many friends. And so I love that he equipped me for the journey. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't expect me to do it on our own. So point being, God desires for us to be focused on him. But mm -hmm. he doesn't expect us to do that all along. Yeah. He desires for us to lean into him. And when we do, he provides us with the ability to yeah. be consistent mm -hmm. in the community we need to actually stay focused on him. Oh, I love that. I love that. Consistency and community. That's really, those that's are, it. that's really all you need, man. Obviously outside of God, like, but the consistency and the community, like those are the two things that you really need to be able to lean into him. Yeah. Mm. I love that. Well, that's a wrap, Mo, on yeah. episode three, Fighting for Focus, man. Wow. We hope that y'all let us know what y'all got going on this week what are you fighting to stay focused on what is yeah. it that you feel you know i think now that we've shared these things y'all can really lean into what is it that's trying to distract you mm -hmm. deceive you or lead you to disobey and Ooh. to be walking away from what you know you need to be doing so make sure y'all follow us at rooted life podcast on instagram engage with some of our content yeah that'd be great do us a favor and rate us five stars leave us a review on whatever platform you're using Love it. Y'all have a great week. Stay rooted. Love y'all.